Hey podcast community, it's Eric, and I've got something exciting for all you online entrepreneurs out there. If you're looking to take your e-commerce store to the next level, you need to check out Aurora Repricer. With Aura, you can effortlessly reprice your Amazon inventory automatically. Ready to elevate your Amazon business? Head over to stigmasandopenwounds.com slash Aura. That's A-U-R-A to get started. everyone and welcome back to another episode of stigmas and open wounds i'm tracy and i'm eric all right so i really hope that last time you guys enjoyed the special episodes that i threw your way of fox city's murder and mayhem and milwaukee mafia with of course eric and the recent guest that we had gavin if you guys liked those Uh, I believe they had the links in their episodes, but otherwise, you can just search for them. They'll be on um, MilwaukeeMafia.com, I believe it is, Eric, correct? That's correct. Okay, so you can just find them there. I really do hope that you liked them, because those are two of my favorite podcasts out right now, honestly. And I should correct. I think you have to actually go to GavinSchmidt.com to find Ah. Fox City's Murder and Mayhem, but just search for it on your favorite podcast player. It'll pop up. Yeah. So yeah, I thought thought you guys would enjoy those, especially since we were enjoying our lengthened spring break. So Eric and I are going to get right back into this, so after quite a lengthy time. So today's episode, we're, we're flipping the tables, and I'm going to ask Eric some questions. So I've been looking forward to this one for a while, and Eric has no idea what questions I'm going to ask him. Some of these questions I've kind of asked him before in roundabout ways, but uh, some of these I've just I've just really been curious about. And honestly, I think they'll be really helpful to other people too. Um, maybe to people who think, you know, uh, because I've had a mental illness, I can't find love or something like that. Maybe I can't find a best friend, anything like that. So, uh, so really, I think... I think some of uh, Eric's insight today is really going to be be helpful. All right, so, well, let's, let's get to the questions. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. So the first one is, do you remember how you felt when I when I told you that I was depressed and or that I had depression? And I guess before that, I should say, do you even remember that night or, you know, how that happened? I mean, I couldn't pin down the specific night you told me, but but I do remember like being told and not mm-hmm. really thinking much of it. But at the same time, at the same, um, at that point in time, I don't think I really fully understood it. Right. Like when somebody told me that they were depressed, it's just like, I, oh, okay, I went through fine. I went through a bout of depression during high school, and I probably penned it back to like the the depression I was going through in high school, which is now I know is way different than what right. you had. I mean, you probably, I think when you talk about your, your high school depression, I think it's it's one I'm going through my little depression. So I think you you can understand it in bits I mean, I pieces. think it was a little more than just little high school depression. It was pretty prolonged high school depression, but, right. but it was, 
But it's not. But like, I would never. I would never look at somebody and say that I suffer you had from depre- depression or right, anything. Right. It was. It was a phase I went through. Exactly. So you just never really thought anything of it when I. You're just like, okay, if we can get through this, it's no big deal. Fine, whatever. She's yeah, just I mean, another we were, crazy girl I'm dating, and we were dealing with it, and and it didn't seem like that big of a deal. I think. I don't know if it. I can't really remember back far enough to realize like that when you told me it it made things come into focus for me. It made me realize certain yeah, that's things. A good question. I don't I know that happened, yeah, that but was, I that don't know if it was around the time you told me or if it was after Maybe a that. Bit, yeah. After that when I had much stronger understanding of um of what what real depression was, I guess, is the yeah. best way to explain it because I didn't grow up around people that were depressed. I didn't, um, so I didn't really fully, like, I was like a lot of, probably in the dark, like a lot of people were mm-hmm. when, when I f- first started because I didn't understand what it was right. and, and it was weird to me too. So. Yeah. Totally. I don't, I don't know if that was a terrible answer, but no, no, it, it it really it really doesn't. And and the whole making things come into focus, it kind of makes sense. Like I know earlier that night we had kind of had a fight, and then I had come back, and I was like, look, I just have to explain something to you. So, so then that was, and, and I think that had been our first fight, and which, <laughs> ironically, you and I very rarely have fights, just because of the way we are. We're like we're just like, hey, we have to be open, and and all that. So, um, so yeah, I think, I think that makes a lot of sense when you say it puts things in focus, etc. So, um, you know, is that why I, I, I remember thinking for the longest time, like, oh my gosh, he is taking forever to propose to me, which looking back, it was like three years, which now I'm like three years is nothing because you want to make sure that this is the right fit for the rest of your life. But at the time, everybody was getting married, and I thought, oh my gosh, like, why can't it be me? Whereas now I'd be like, whatever, I don't need to get married. But at that time, was that something that was weighing on you? Was, you know, my health and like, am I going to be, um, am I going to be stable, I guess, for you? Or was it just a lot of other things too? I'm, it could have been a factor, but I don't think it was. Uh, yeah. The whole, the whole prolonged, well, it wasn't really a prolonged engagement, but, yeah, it, but it, it was wasn't, it just felt like it at that time. Well, no, I know. no, no. But I mean, it wasn't even a prolonged engagement. Oh no. We yeah. Engaged, we had a quick, but it, it was just like most people expected us to get engaged a lot sooner than we did. And, yeah. and I think honestly, I'm going to say, I can't, I can't remember definitively, but I'm pretty sure it had no effect in it. That, that whole thing was simply, that was me. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, since I, I was know. very young, I never really saw myself getting married. Right. And I, I think I was wait. I just assumed because pretty much every other relationship I've ever had is just blown up like, you know, yeah. pretty, pretty dramatically. And I think that I was just waiting for that to happen. Right. And I, it got to the point where I realized it wasn't going to happen. And so then I had, but then it was a whole nother progression after I realized it wasn't going to happen <laughs> yeah. because then I had to come to grasp with the fact that, oh, well, man. maybe I should get married. <laughs> and like, you're like, like I, I wasn't going to get married. Shoot. Yeah. Like now, now what am I going to do with myself? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's I, scary. I mean, I was a very different person than a lot of people where I think everybody, most people 
at the age of 23 or whatever it was. I don't even remember. It was older than that because... I remember I was 27 when we got married. But I mean, when we started dating, I was probably 26, Uh, That could be because I know we dated for like three years and you're two years. Yeah, roughly. Most people at 26 know that eventually they're going to get married. Oh, totally. I didn't... I was pretty the reverse way. I was pretty sure I wasn't going to get married and... So it took me a while to to I accept maybe or I mean yeah. that sounds kind of bad. No, that's but, fine. But it took me a while to adjust my thinking that this was a thing that maybe I wanted to do. Yeah. So. No, that that makes complete sense, and and I I'm some people might be like, oh my gosh, that's that's so horrible, and I and I am completely I I think that's that's wonderful. I mean I I think. The fact that you were able to change your way of thinking. And and I mean, I'm sure that there's some days that you're like, oh, why didn't I just keep that way of thinking? Because there's some days that I'm just like, well, I wouldn't mind being single. No offense to you. It's not anything against you. Well, I think it, anybody that says they don't feel that way yeah. is probably lying. Because yeah. I know there's days where I feel the same way. And yeah. I also feel like we, we have a much healthier relationship than a lot of re- relationships yeah. I see around me yeah we were just so, talking about that last yeah. night so so yeah I I think that's that's just it's kind of interesting and I know we had kind of talked about that in the past but that um but that actually shed a little bit more light on stuff so that was kind of interesting so so actually we had kind of talked about this in previous episodes but now fairly early on uh, in our relationship, I had gone off my meds at one point because we thought, let's let's see if we can try to do it uh, naturally because you hate medication. And I do a lot of things naturally. And I think at this point I was just on depression medications, not by on my by bipolar medications at that point. and um, and I was I did not do well with that. So how hard was it for you? I I recall like just kind of seeing, watching it, and it was hard for me to watch you. But do you remember how hard it was? Well, I remember that it was, um, (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) once again, kind of a mean thing to say, but it was absolutely unbearable. Yeah, hey, it's... But looking back at that, I also say that, that... that was to expect it, to be expected. Yeah. You, I mean, and in truth, we never gave it enough time yeah. to to really see if it could work. Because, because it, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychiatrist, so I don't have the, the right answers to this, but I would see it as is that you're going to go off this medication it's going to be absolutely brutal for It's an addiction, right. and it's going to take you a while to get adjusted to not having that in your system. Yeah. And I'm thinking it must have been my depression medications because I think I know that I would never have stepped off of my bipolar meds because those are ones that I know like, yeah, I can't, I can't even, you know, because I think I went on like an herb or something. But I remember, I remember you went over at this point, you weren't smoking, like you had quit smoking for me, which was awesome. (laughs) And you're like, I'm going to go over to my dad's and have a cigarette. And I'm like, yep, just go, just go. It's okay. I understand. (laughs) And so I I just knew and I felt so bad. But, you know, we're kind of trying to do it 
together. You know, I was doing it for you. I was doing it for me. I was, but yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, I still stand by the fact that there was validity to my idea. There, but, there was, there was. And I don't know if, you know, I didn't do it right or if I was just, I don't, well, but, but actually I think part of the reason it didn't work too was because I was probably already bipolar. So it just wasn't going to work. And and I'd be curious. I don't remember. Did you go off a cold turkey? That's what I feel like. I sh- I feel like I stepped off of it because I think usually when I would either switch Because I think that's what they always and, recommend is to step down from yeah, it. And I don't and remember I, if we do, did that or not. But no, I, I, I know I, that. I feel like I stepped down because I'm not dumb enough to go off of it cold turkey. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry if, if I just called somebody dumb. I didn't mean to. But I feel like I know better than to go off fit cold turkey, especially for being on it as as long as I as I was at that point, because mm-hmm. it had been at least a couple of years. So now, has it gotten easier over the years? Now, obviously, I'm back on my medications. I'm now on bipolar medications, but has it just gotten a little bit easier throughout the years now that I've figured myself out? I. It has gotten extremely easy. It's gotten well, not extremely easy, but but <laughs> yeah, it's gotten I mean, a I lot have easier. Yeah, I my hard times. So and a lot of times when I look back to like very early on, I'm like, God, it was so bad back then. But and, and I try to remember, like, I so I try to figure out, okay, so what changed? And I really don't know what it is that changed because there's so many factors that could play into it. Have you gotten better control of it? Maybe. Have I gotten better at dealing with it? Maybe. You know, I mean, have we just together gotten better at, you know, like, like where, you know, you would get into a mood and start snapping at me and stuff. Then I would snap back at you. And maybe now I know not to snap back at you because it doesn't pay because you're not really even that mad. You're just in a mood. And it's just, and it's, so I just walk away and you eventually get over it and we're fine. You know, so I don't really know what part of it, what has made it better, but it is better. I think it's a couple things. Sometimes, you know, just to be like, Tracy, just go sleep now. Mm -hmm. Or the medications we may have, like, I've been on the medication I'm on for quite some time now. We know now what what times of the year to travel. Mm -hmm. That's helped. I've learned some coping tricks. You've learned coping tricks. So I think I think you and I kind of have our dance down, I guess you could say. So I think we've we've really learned a lot of things. I'm I've learned things about my illness. So that's helped even though I've just really I'd say over the last 6 months learned a lot more. So yeah, it, it's it's just a learning curve really, I think. So yeah, I, I really can't give you an answer to. There's, I mean, I, a huge part of it makes me believe that we just have found, like anything, you know, the human body and the human mind are very adaptive. And we mm-hmm. just have figured out how to work around the little caveats that we both have. And hopefully even normal people in their relationships, there's going to be things that the other person does that right. just drives you mad and... And you just figure out a way to deal with it. Well, well it's yeah. the same it's the it's, same thing on our side. It's just that it's, maybe some of the things are a little more grand or extravagant to deal with. It's exactly. a little more challenging. 
It's kind of like how we each have our own tubes of toothpaste because I hate how you squeeze your toothpaste. And that's just a normal everyday problem. <laughs> that's not that's not a bipolar type mm-hmm. problem. So, you know, we figured that out. And I think there's other things that we've just throughout the years just silently and, figured out. And realize that, yeah, I mean, it's just the way I squeeze a tube of toothpaste. But at the same time, that is no, that's just a behavior, which is everything right. that bipolar depression, all of that is behaviors. Right. So all you have to do is work together and you can find a way to work around the behaviors. Exactly. Exactly. You know. But now, was there ever a time that you thought like, this is just too much? Dude, there's there's some times I, that I'm just like, like I've, I'm, I'm starting to learn how to warn you like, okay, this is a PMS week or hey, I think I'm starting to go into a mixed episode, whatever. But I mean, sometimes I'm just too much for myself. I mean, and I, and I know I'm feeling it, but as an outside person, you got to be thinking like at times like, I could be friends with this chick, but coming home to her, like, has it, has it ever become too much for you? Like, you know what I mean? Like where you just don't have ever thought like, I just, I just don't know if I could, if I could do this. No, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, has there been like, has there been blowouts between us that I've wanted to like punch you in the face maybe, (laughs) but I mean, not like a prolonged extended period of time where I'm like this depression thing is just too much for me yeah I mean in all honesty like right now the thing that bothers me more is the chronic migraines well and I was yeah and I was just gonna say like this week I have felt so bad because I'm like for dinner I'm like hey how about a sandwich how about a gas station pizza Mm -hmm. you know and I've you know hopefully the fact that it's raining this weekend it'll you know, wash out my migraines, but that's, oh my gosh, add that on top of my, my mental stuff. And, but early on we did have fights that I, I would say I left that fight like yeah saying why this, this is just stupid. I don't need to deal with this. Yeah. But, but now we're just like, I'm like, oh man, bro, I am totally manic today. I am so sorry. You know, so like, I, and I'm just like, I don't even know why I said that. And, and, and I a lot of times I can walk, that. yeah, I can walk into a room that you're in and I can immediately pick up on the vibe and be like, yeah, I think I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. You know, yeah. or st- and stuff like that. So it's, you know. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just like, I got to either go in a different room and play music or something because I can even pick up like there's too many sounds going on, but sometimes you'll have, you know, something playing on your computer, something playing. And I'm just like, I got to go somewhere else because my like hypomanicness is apparently picking up and I'm just like, oh my God. And then I'm like, like, Eric, you just got to close the door or something. And, And then you'll start to pick up like, okay, wait, she's having one of those days. And I think, I think that's just the thing. We've been together now for so long. So yeah, I mean... Yeah, maybe at the beginning you might have wanted to, but now. And one of the other things that I, pertaining to this question that I can really, that I remember as being a huge struggle was, let's just say I come home in in the evening and you're obviously in a terrible mood, 
moody as hell, just kind of sitting there quietly. Oh, yeah. And by default, I push. Oh, yeah. You sh- because I think, oh, she's pissed at me for something, which I have no idea why somebody you would be pissed at me but i always think go immediately to i must have done something but i have no idea what i did so i would push which only exacerbates the problem and it took me a really really long time to realize like okay if she's in a moody moody mood just let it be and if she's still in a moody mood to buy tomorrow then there i probably did something wrong right but for the most part it's probably just the mood of the moment where right. she feels that way towards everybody, if that makes sense. Right. And, and you can be like, you know, hey, babe, what's up? Or, you know, you OK or something like that. And more more often than not, I'll I'll tell you, be like, you know what? It was a shit day or or, you know, I'm just that's that's the kind of mood, you know, and and I know one day. But the problem is, is that you used to tell me that. And I used to oh, not believe was, you. I used to not yeah. believe you and I would push and push and then. And then the funny thing about it is, is though, though you're just in a bad mood and then though you might be in a bad mood and it's not really my fault. Yeah. If I pushed far enough. Well, then it becomes your fault. Or, or you would just say something that was annoying you that I was doing, which was probably really insignificant. And then it would just start this huge thing. Right. And And I, I would be willing to bet you if you took like. If we have a top ten fights, I'm not really sure that oh, yeah, we, that's that probably... we've had we've had even ten yeah, fights that would I we could make a top ten fight. But if we did take the top fights we've had, it was probably... they all stem from that thing. And and it's probably one of those days where I'm upset and I'm upset about nothing. Mm-hmm. And I know, and I probably either knew it was about nothing, like it's just one of those those days, and. But it's just, I'm just due to be, you know, upset. And and then, but then, because you keep picking, I'm like, you know what? I really hate how you do your damn toothpaste. And, and that's that's exactly how it would go. <laughs> and then, and then now you just attacked me. So, then, so now I'm going to attack so then, back and so it starts this whole fight. you got to be like, you know what? Then... Your toothpaste costs twice as much as mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and... And, then, and then we just go in a circle. Yeah. So I honestly, truthfully, that right there, that example is the biggest struggle that I've had through this whole yeah. thing. Yeah, and was. I think I think that can be that can be the hardest thing is, and I, I mean I've had that with you too, where I've you know when if you've been in an upset mood, um, you know sometimes if it's about work or just just a, a day, I've been like you know so what's up or you know and then you're like you won't understand and I'm like well try me you know and you're like it's boring and I'm like and. And sometimes if I try that with anybody else, it's like, well, how hard do I push? Because it's like, you know, and I, I think my, my given rule is like, you try twice. Because like with me, sometimes I, I won't give the first time, but I want them to try a second time. And then if you don't, the third time might piss them off. And with me, just don't ever try. Because if I have an issue, I don't really want to talk about it. Yeah. I just, that's how I deal with shit. So. Yeah. So I think one of the last questions that I did have on here, what has being with me taught you? It's really hard. I mean, it's taught me so much. It it just makes me understand. I guess the I have become you. I, I don't have depression, but but it has given me the knowledge that 
that when I hear somebody say that this is not a thing or, or, you know, like mm-hmm. I've heard people, I've had people say to me yeah. that, oh, Tracy doesn't have depression. My yeah. friend has depression and she acts in a completely different way. Oh, and that makes me and so that's, upset. And I've learned that, that. Or from all this, I've learned that it, it comes in so many different forms. It's a it's right. a mental disease, and and people are going to react differently to it. Right. You know, it's not like when your arm gets cut off. When your arm gets cut Thank off, you. it's pretty much the same for everybody. But hey, they can cut it in different spots, though. <laughs> but everybody's brain works in such a different way yeah. that if you inject the same disease into that per- into each person's brain, it's going to have a completely different reaction. And people and hide it differently too. Yeah. And I, and I think I've like, first of all, I've, because I, because people know that you suffer from these conditions, it also has taught me, like, I've come to the realization of how many other people have these, because when they know that your wife has the issue, they're more open to talk about it with you. So there's a lot of people that have come up and said, oh yeah, I suffer from that too, you know? And they'll talk about it. I mean, a prime example of that is is that um, uh, Gavin, right, who was definitely. on the previous episode talking about his anxiety, I never really knew right. that Gavin had anxiety. And you would never know him. Gavin had anxiety. And uh, he does a very good job of hiding it. And for the most part, I think yeah. I think he kind of said in the last episode he doesn't really have it anymore. He hasn't had really bad right. episodes or anything. But, like, I've known that guy my entire life. Like, we were probably first friends when we were five years old. That's amazing. So, so I mean, so it, it makes you more aware of it happening around in the world. It makes you right. much more aware of the severity of it because yeah. of how much of a struggle it, how much of a taboo it is for so many people. Yeah. And so many people, it's a thing that most people don't understand. And so it's just really opened my eyes to this whole other, I guess, in a way, problem in the world that most people are just completely oblivious to. It's so true. It's true. I like that. And I like that, that people can come up to you and that you're, you're welcome, you know, that, that you're, you'll talk to them or, you know. And in my, at my job. I often train people, and one of the guys I commonly train to do something is not a very com- computer. We do a lot of stuff with computer at my job, and he's not very computer affluent, and he's amazed by how patient I am with him not getting things and stuff like that. And I think that also think, stems greatly from yeah from dealing with the issues that you suffer from on a day-to-day basis. Right. It just makes you more patient because... Definitely, because you, you know, have to be patient yeah. with me, and and I think this has made me more patient. Just being, because I have to be patient with myself, and uh, and I have to be patient with you dealing with me, and vice, you know. And, and I think it's probably really important to make people realize that I I by nature am a very um, laid back, mm-hmm. not high strung person for in most aspects of my life, and I think that greatly helps me to be able to to deal with a lot of the things that I have to deal with. Whereas if if you are suffering from these and you're in a relationship with somebody that has absolutely no patience, snaps at every little thing, yeah, it's it, going to be hard. It's going to oh, be yeah. hard because you you have to adapt. In, yeah, there's some people that I'm that I'm around just in a, in a daily 
life or like not day-to-day basis like I go out on a day-to-day basis please um but you know just in general and I'm they're high strung and I'm just like those are people that I cannot be around Mm -hmm. on a you know very often because it's just hard for me and it has really opened my eyes to how scary it is that um so many people don't understand it and I don't really I mean rack your brain about it all you want I don't really think there's a solution to that problem. No. I mean, the only thing is, is something like this, something like, you know, slowly talking The unfortunate thing is the people that need to understand it are not going to listen to this podcast, unfortunately. (laughs) So. Yeah. But I I think, I think really just, just getting the word out there, you know, is really the more comfortable you are telling people. So if you have something, look. There are some people who aren't going to hear you from the beginning, so don't even bother telling them. But I started slowly telling my bosses because it was like, I realized that, look, every so often I might need to have a little breakdown or something. So, and I was like, this boss is probably going to understand. So I told this boss and then, so you have to, to start to gauge who you can tell. But so you slowly have to have to start opening up. And the more that you open up, the more people that will will understand. And then hopefully we can we can really start getting people talking about this. And but, you and you have to also understand that there are simply people that are not going to understand. No, and, there's there there will definitely be people who and, will not understand. And, and and try not to be, you know, don't think of them as evil people because they don't understand. Because no. it it's one of those things that. This is something that you have to experience to really know that in reality it's a problem. And yeah. if people that don't understand just and yeah, even if, they've never been touched by it directly. So yeah. it's it's the same thing with why me being up in the Midwest, the the border problems in Mexico don't bother me nearly as much as somebody that lives yeah. on in Tucson, Arizona, because I don't understand it. Right. And that's the same thing with this, is that you know, if it's not directly touching you, it's really hard to understand how right that it is a real thing and that how do you deal with it. Right, right. And, you know, slowly but surely we're going to get the word out there and get people to understand. Hopefully. So, yeah, hopefully. It might not be fully in our lifetimes, but we'll get there. Yep. So, but yeah, so we will be back in... Mm, no. I, there's one more question. Oh, oh, is okay. Sorry, sorry. So now we're gonna flip the script on you. Oh yeah, I like flipping the script on, on me. What was what has been the most frustrating thing that you have struggled with with maybe me not understanding or you know what has been the hardest thing for you looking at me of you know does does my question make sense like yeah it does um. Well, honestly, I think I think that you do understand this a lot, but I think sometimes the most frustrating is when I cannot do anything. Like if I'm having a bad day, either say depression or like, for instance, this past week, I know that this isn't mental illness, but this past week with my migraines has been really bad. And actually I've had a pretty bad week with depression. So basically this past week, I've been couch surfing with my cat Frankie. So, and 
there were multiple days where I was like on the brink of crying because I thought, my God, I am either going to serve Eric just a really simple dinner tonight or he's going to have to make himself dinner. And I feel so bad because like I'm not being the wife I should be. And, and like, you know, I just, I just felt bad because I thought, you know, like, are you like, do you fully understand what I'm going through? Like, and I know that you don't, there's no way that you can fully understand what I'm going through. The only, the only way that you can fully understand what I'm going through is like, you get migraines sometimes. Sure. You get, you've gotten a little bit depressed. Yeah. But when you like, and I think that's the most, um, like, I guess frustrating or whatever thing for me between us is that like, as much as I can communicate things to you that you can't really, I don't know if you can really get, I don't know how much you can fully understand. And sometimes I think you're just like, okay, she's having a bad day again. Uh huh. Like, and I don't know if you think that I'm just saying I'm having a headache or or like a little bit bummed, but like, there's some days where I'm just like bad. And like, I just, I don't know. It's really hard for me to like, to put that out there. And like, some days I just feel like, like you just don't fully get it. And I just. Well, the first thing I will say to this is that you're right. I'll never fully get it. But the other part of it is, is that. What you just described to me, it sounds more like a problem that you need to come to a solution with yeah. more than I do. Because I don't think I ever really make you feel bad about not cooking dinner or anything like that. No, you're for the most part, you're pretty good about it. But also, I guess, maybe a little bit of, I don't know, like sympathy. But I guess that would also, because really, for the most part, you're just like, Hey man, that's cool. I'll just make myself like a sandwich in the sandwich maker tonight. So really like that's probably like the best thing I could actually like wish for Mm -hmm. is, is like a cool understanding husband. So I guess you're right. Like, I think you feel bad about it. I do. By no fault of my own. That is, that is, (laughs) that is actually very true. So, I mean, cause really I don't think, for the most part, you you do everything I, I would say that you that you can to help me. Yeah, You're I mean, like, that, like yeah, I'm pretty good husband. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, the the only thing I would say if I had to critique myself is that there are times where I think I should be more supportive, but I just hightail out. But I, I do but that. But sometimes be- that's the right. That's the I do way that because me. I feel like, I mean, if I try to support you through it, a lot of times it just turns into like this this kind of back and forth. I mean, thing where I find it's just better that like you should just go watch a cooking show. Yeah, and it's it's weird because sometimes move past I'm just, this. Because. Yeah, sometimes I'm just like I just need my space. Mm-hmm. You know. So And I'm really good at that because that's when negative things happen to me when I'm dealing with something, that's what I need. I don't I don't want somebody that's sitting there being like, Oh, are you okay? Are you okay? Like because yeah. that makes me want to punch that person. I just want to be left alone until I can deal with it. And, you know, I'll be in a shit mood until I get over it. Yeah. And then I, if you want to talk about it once I get over it, you know, 
And that's, I guess, kind of how I try to approach you. Like, like we can talk about this, but we're not talking about it right now because it's going to do no good. Because, it, yeah. you know, you're just, your mind is framed on not going positive at all. It's all negative. Totally. So, yeah. Because, I mean, I was trying to think, like, this week, like, how can I make myself not blue? <laughs> you know, I was like, but, but I think there were days where I could have, like, used you coming home and being like, hey, you know, I understand your head's still pretty crappy. This is this is okay that we're doing simple stuff this week. Or- See, I feel like I do that. I, I mean, mostly, maybe I don't say, maybe, I don't specifically what? say I understand your head is crappy. Yeah, because that's but, kind but of But if a... you say, yeah, can we do something easy? I'm usually like, yeah, whatever, yeah. man. I, like, I don't and maybe, care. And maybe that's me being too harsh on myself, which I think it probably is. I think you're beating yourself up about that more than I think than I it am. Is. I'm beating myself up for something that I can't help. That's great. <laughs> right. And, and you're beating yourself up for something that's not even a problem. Yeah. Because That's I don't, true. I don't care what we eat. I mean, I'd prefer not to order out every night, but other than that, I don't Which care. Which we haven't. So, yeah. So, so, so yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I think this was kind of a fun podcast today. Asking, I think it was very chillax. It's always good when you put me on in focus, man. I like to put <laughs> you in focus. Sometimes it's more fun for me just to kind of. This you might know. be the most in focus I've ever been on a single podcast because most podcasts are not about me at all. So. I know, I know. We <laughs> so, we needed to do that. So yeah. so yeah, but uh, we'll be back in two weeks, you guys. I promise we're not going to be playing somebody else's podcast this time. It is going to be all us. So don't worry, we'll be back in two weeks. And and uh, if you're looking for more of us, you can find us on Instagram. You can Gmail us at stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com. And you can also find us at Facebook. And that's all for us now. I'm Tracy. I'm Eric. See ya.